Well, the year is 1996. My friends are coming over. It's another weekend. And one of them has their brand new video game console. It's the new Nintendo. The Super Nintendo has finally been moved over by the 64. And here we have this 3D environment in front of us. And along comes this amazing multiplayer game that's about to change my life. And it's about to become the mainstay of weekend adventures with my friends in high school. This video game, although it came out in the last system, is going to become part of automotive culture. It's something that's going to change the video game market for everyone. Just this one game from this system is one of my favorites. And when we're done shooting each other in Bond, we always pull out Mario Kart. Because Mario Kart and its battle scene is more fun than you can have on any other main video game. And with the 64 being one of the first multiplayer systems out there, not just two, we now have four. The battle just became more fun. And Mario Kart just found a new niche. Today, we're going to be taking a look at Mario Kart. Autolooks Podcast coming to you anytime, anywhere from around the globe on any major streaming site from Autolooks.net. Welcome back to the Autolooks Podcast. I am your host as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. Coming to you from our main host website, Autolooks.net. If you haven't been there, stop by, check it out. Go see some of the rated vehicles, all the new products that are coming to the market. We showcase them and rate them at the end of every single year, which last year included over 600 vehicles from across the globe. Car companies you've never even heard of who've released brand new products. Go check it out on the autolux.net rated pages and while there stop by and check out the corporate links websites and the help pages because autolux is here to help you find all the automotive information you are looking for and link you up to every major automotive company in the world from the autolux.net website and if you haven't done so already, please like us on any of the major social feeds or streaming sites that you've found the Autolux podcast on. If you wish to hear more from us and listen to all of our podcasts, inclusive of past ones and future, we do release a new podcast every single week. So follow us if you'd like to hear more. So like I said in the intro, back in the 90s, one of my friends showed up and brought Mario Kart. Now by this time, we had Star Fox, we had Bond, and hell, Mario Kart had already been around. But nobody owned it, and my one friend brought it over. And yeah, it is fun getting a whole bunch of people together to play video games. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I play games. I spent a lot of my high school time with my friends just playing video games. We played Bond, we played Star Fox, and we played Mario Kart. But every single time we get together, we play Mario Kart. The first video game I ever played through a projector on the side of my own house was Mario Kart 64 on a Wii. And oh my god, it, it brings back so many great memories from your past. But really, where did Mario come from? And how many Mario Kart games are there? Well, that's why we're here to talk about it. Launched in 1992 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, the second console system from Nintendo Corporation, Mario Kart was launched to being a commercial success for Nintendo, racing go-kart-inspired vehicles on dedicated tracks, along with the ability to battle against each other, set this game apart from other racing games it wasn't just you in a car racing on a track it was you as mario racing on a track one of the most influential characters from video game history mario was now in a race car and you were now in control of him 
Spanning 15 games in total across six consoles, three handhelds, four arcades, one mobile video game, and unlike any other racing game out there, a remote control track system. So yes, Mario Kart has spanned a long and illustrious career. Coming in on the Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, the GameCube, the Wii, and the Switch, inclusive of Game Boy Color, Advance, and 3DS. Namco is the one who released arcade games. Four different arcade games. Now we get it, arcades aren't as big as they once were in the 90s. But hell, you're still able to play Mario Kart in the arcade. That's probably also because you can play Sonic there too. Mobile phones. The Mario Kart for mobile phone was an interesting aspect, but not as interesting as the augmented reality home circuit system of Mario Kart. That just set a new bar for racing games. Mario Kart holds six Guinness World Records. It is the first console kart racing game and the best-selling racing game, the longest-running racing franchise amongst many other great records. It is number one out of 50 of the best console games of all time. Super Mario Kart is there. And just back in 2019, it was finally inducted into the Video Game Hall of Fame. Now, Mario Kart does have some amazing aspects of it. With its top games, as anyone has noticed, for being from the Super Nintendo, the 64, the Wii, and the Switch, all have the top systems. Mario Kart utilizes dedicated tracks along with boost strips and projectiles that you can either fire or be fired upon with. Allowing multiple variations of the racing format in Grand Prix, the teams, the battle, the time trials, and the online play, Mario Kart allows you to do so much more than standard racing games. The original Mario Kart came out in 1992 for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, shortly followed up four years later by Mario Kart 64. This included the introduction of multiplayer, four players, and also included brand new characters, Wario and Donkey Kong. It allowed the fake item box, which was new, the spiky shell, the three red shells, green shells, mushrooms, banana bunch, and golden mushroom were all new for the 64, along with the mirror mode and three Grand Prix engine classes, 50cc, 100cc, and 150cc, allowed you to expand past the original offerings of the Super Mario Kart. Moving from the 64 Mario Kart, soon released Super Circuit for the Game Boy Advance in 2001, which had the introduction of unlockable Super Mario tracks from the original video game, after which you had Mario Kart Double Dash for the GameCube, released in 2003. This had the introduction of the co-op or LAN player system, and had 11 new characters, inclusive of Daisy, Birdo, Baby Mario, Baby Luigi, Parrot, Troopa, Diddy Kong, Bowser Jr., Waluigi, Toadat, Peachy Piranha, and King Boo. And plus for this, they revamped the spiny shell. They also allowed certain characters to become unlockable. So you had to unlock these bad boys while playing the game, which means you found them. Brand new battle levels were added to the GameCube system, even though the GameCube wasn't a top tier system similar to that of the 64 or the preceding Wii system. Mario Kart Arcade Grand Prix. This was released in 2005 by Namco, the first arcade version of Mario Kart, expanding the Mario Kart franchise into a system outside of your own home. 
This was followed up the same year with Mario Kart DS for the Nintendo DS system. The introduction of a dual screen, so you, you had online play in your top screen with your map on the bottom. It allowed for retro tracks and the inclusion now of Dry Bones, Rob, and Shy Guy. This was eventually followed up in 2007 with Mario Kart Arcade Grand Prix for the Namco system. With only one year later, Mario Kart was finally released on the Wii in 2008. You were able to perform mid-air tricks due to the motion play. It allowed for more inclusive gameplay. This is amazingly fun. They also introduced motorcycles along with the go-karts. Now you had the ability to use not just the standard go-karts, but bikes as well. New characters for Mario Kart Wii, inclusive of Baby Peach, Baby Daisy, Rosalina, Funky Kong, Dry Bowser, and two me outfits allowed for more characters. On top of that came the Mega Mushroom, which expanded your character to a massive size where you could crush anyone. The Thundercloud, which literally just keeps zapping everybody. And the Pow Block. Oh, God, I hate the Pow Blocks. You fire that thing off and it pows everybody. Pain in the ass to try and escape from. This also allowed for a new battle mode and the Coin Runner version. This was followed up by Mario Kart 7. Released in 2011 for the 3DS, this was the first game to include stereoscopic 3D graphics. Along with the introduction of gliders in the submersible. First person perspective, car customization, Metal Mario, Lakito, Wiggler, and Honey Queen. The coins gave you speed boosts and there were unlockable car parts. From here, Namco in 2013 finally released their Mario Kart Arcade Grand Prix DX, their third iteration of the arcade game. After which followed up in 2014 by Mario Kart 8 for the Wii U. Mario Kart 8 introduced the 200cc class, anti-gravity racing, ATVs, allowed you to upload your highlight to YouTube. Now this was one of the amazing things because YouTube was becoming even bigger in the world and now you can actually upload your own Mario Kart footage to YouTube for everybody to see. They could literally watch you. Gotta remember this is the, the days before Twitch 2014 so YouTube was it. High definition graphics, downloadable content, and 15 new characters from Mario Kart 8. Inclusive up, the Koopalings, Iggy Koopa, Roy Koopa, Lemmy Koopa, Larry Koopa, Wendy O Koopa, Ludwig Von Koopa, and Martin Koopa Jr. On top of this, there was Baby Rosalina, Pink Gold Peach, Tanuki Mario, Cat Mario, Link, the male villager, female villager, and Isabelle from Animal Crossing. My favorite among all those new characters was Link. This was the first time that we had seen a Zelda crossover into the Mario Kart world. Also arriving in 2017 was Mario Kart Arcade GP Virtual Reality from Namco. Now with the new VR variation of Mario Kart, Mario Kart was expanding into the world of tomorrow. In 2017, we saw the introduction of Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So bringing the Mario Kart 8 from the Wii U system onto the Nintendo Switch. They decided to revamp the battle mode, the return of the double item boxes, that was an amazingly great thing, ultra mini turbos, and seven new characters were added on top of the pre-existing ones from the original Mario Kart 8. Inclusive of this was King Boot, Dry Bones, Golden Mario, Villager, Girl, Bowser Jr., Male Inklings, Female Inklings from the Splatoon environment. 
Now, if you haven't played Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, this is the New Age version. Mario Kart 8 also includes tracks from previous Mario Kart games, inclusive of the 3DS, the 64, and even the GameCube. And, my personal favorite, an original track from Super Mario Kart. Because there's nothing better than going to your past. In 2019, we saw the introduction to both the Android and iOS systems. Mario Kart Tour, a points-based system for certain racing actions, allowed you to race in the Mario Kart world on your own handheld device. It was pretty cool. I did own it. it I didn't find it as great as some of the other you know, big racing games out there. And really, if I want to play Mario Kart, I'm going to play it on my system, not on my phone. I don't know. I have a hard time playing old-school characters on my phone. Mario Kart Tour included brand new characters from Peachat, Pauline, the Hammer Brothers, and his Boomerang, Fire, and Ice alternatives. Monte Mole, Captain Toad, Dixie Kong, Kamek, Nambit, King Babom, Meowser, and many extra character outfits. But one of the cool things on Mario Kart Tour is the Frenzy Mode. In 2020, Mario Kart expanded into uncharted territories. With the release of the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, it allows you to use remote control vehicles to make a racetrack in your own home. You can now play Mario Kart in your own home, utilizing your own home. Put the carts outside and utilize your backyard for a Mario Kart racing circuit. Mario Kart is it. Home Circuit brings you into the realistic world of Mario Kart and allows your home to be the Mario Kart Circuit. Out of all the races on all of the different variations of Mario Kart, the top racing level of all time has to be Rainbow Raceway from the N64, like the original one. It was re-released on Mario Kart 8, but unfortunately, they only allow you to do a three-block variation of one single lap on Rainbow Road. And it's not even as long as the original one. The original one was so freaking long that when you chose it, oh, you made enemies from your friends. It was one of the most boring tracks. It was super straight out. And you had the bomb dogs as really your only obstacle. And there's only two of them, two that I can remember, on the actual N64 Rainbow Roadway. But one of the greatest things about that track is on the very first hill, if you jumped off the course at just the right spot, you can land halfway around the racetrack. It'd be so far out in front, you don't even have to worry. And by doing that all three times, you literally cut the time to do Rainbow Raceway in half. And when it takes you a few minutes to do each lap, you're kind of glad that you've made that. Some of the best battle levels come from the N64 variation. It had limited levels, but inclusive of maximum fun. I don't know if you've ever played it, but the block level on the original N64 Mario Kart version has got to be the best battle of all time. The new ones aren't as great. You get thrown in jail, you gotta get, you know, you gotta steal balloons or steal coins or get coins and ah, blah, 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 blah. Not too crazy about it. The original N64 was like the racetrack where you picked up, you know, like your heat-seeking red shells to fire at people. And you just literally stand on top of the track and just keep firing those things down. Ah, uh, oh yeah. You can also use items to gain the trust of people by utilizing the fake item boxes you can make it even more fun for people 
Now, Mario Kart over the years has had many different add-ons to it, and many great things, like the items. Now, if you're not familiar with the game, there are many different items you can get while racing either on the track, the battle, or even a team play, which make the game even more fun. Picking up specific things is all dependent on where you are in that lap. So if you're in first, you're not going to get one of the bullets to shoot you right to the front. You're not going to get a blue shell because the blue shell is utilized against yourself. Hell, you don't even get red shells because they're such a good item. Usually you get green shells and bananas. So it's all dependent on where you place in the racetrack. Red shells are essentially heat-seeking missiles. And whether you have one or three of them, by holding either a red shell or green shell behind you, you can keep yourself from getting hit by that shell. Unfortunately, not by the blue shell, but by other shells or bananas. So they can be used as protection, both red shells and green shells. Green shells are direct open fire. They don't lock onto anybody in front of you. They just fire out and just keep bouncing around. The blue shell, on the other hand, which is the spiny shell, is made for only going after player one. Now, if somebody is close to being in front of you while you're racing on the track, you can also be utilized to take out that person along route to taking out the person who's in the front. The rocket bullet bills, as they're called, is a super boost. Now, if you're in last place, sometimes you can use this to get almost all the way to the front. But if you're, you know, half a lap back, it can bring you back in line with the rest of the racers. My favorite of all time has got to be the bananas. They either come as single or as in a train of multiple units. Now, these things are better known as the bananas of doom. Now, if you play Mario Kart and you don't know what a banana of doom is, then you really haven't been playing Mario Kart for, for that long. The great thing with bananas is when you have a row of them, you can only drop them behind you. But with a single one, you can throw it in front of you. Now, this does pose an issue because you might be the one that runs it over. They are good for last laps, as I always found. Even in being in first place, you get a multiple row of bananas. You find a skinny part on the course. Like one of my favorite ones was DK or Yoshi Valley on 64 because it had that bridge you had to cross right at the end. You just plop those things behind that egg while you're in first place and you're guaranteed to get somebody on the way out. Add to this the mushroom. You can also get single mushrooms, triple mushrooms, or the gold mushrooms. The single and the triples only give you the boosts, as per each one. But the gold one, you can keep pressing as much as you want. Now, if you're a smart player, you'll press it, take your boost, press it, take your boost, press it, take your boost. A lot of people get the confusion of just constantly pressing the button. This is going to make you keep going while you're boosting. So you're just going, boo, 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 boo. you're just moving inches ahead. Or if you do the big one, it goes, you're spreading it out. It uh, really helps you. Knowing how to utilize these things better helps you. Same with using the giant mushrooms, the lightning bolt, or even the ghost. Now, the ghost steals an item from somebody else. You don't know who you're going to be stealing it from is the cool thing. Well, not really cool because sometimes you get, get somebody who just got a banana, but sometimes you get somebody who just thought they can save themselves by getting three red shells and you just stole it from them. Sorry, I got it. The items make Mario Kart the game that it is because it allows you to literally battle while racing. Which means the person who is in front doesn't always have to be the person that wins because somebody might fire a specific shell or leave a banana or leave you know, an item cube, a fake item cube that's actually a bomb or throw a bomb at you and keep you from winning. They make the game even better.
But there actually was one Mario Kart game that was canceled. And that was on the very short-lived Virtual Boy. Now, my brother actually has one of these things. So I have played a Virtual Boy. Interesting, but, you know, kind of ahead of its time, but still a little too much too fast. Kind of like what happened to Atari near the end. Uh, they had the Virtual Boy Mario Kart. Now, had that system had gone and done well for itself, the game would have been released, but because it didn't do too well, it was literally canceled before it was ever e even being released. Now, with Mario Kart being as big as it is, there is competition to it. And in the Nintendo universe itself, there has been one. If you have not played it, then I don't know what you're thinking, but Diddy Kong Racing is essentially just a dim variation of Mario Kart with different characters. Now, Diddy Kong did allow for the airplane, something that Mario Kart didn't have at its time. This allowed for different controls and more fun. It gave Mario Kart something that it didn't already have. And with another great character, Diddy Kong being from the Donkey Kong universe, it just made it cool. There are multiple variations of the Mario Kart game and plus tons and tons of merchandise out there. And if you're not known, Hot Wheels these days has teamed up with Nintendo to create the Mario Kart inspired vehicles. These are kind of bring back your childhood because with so many people collecting Hot Wheels these days, having Mario Kart themed Hot Wheels just makes playing with that toy even better because now you can have the Mario Kart racetracks and Mario Kart vehicles. And hell, they've even included the Rainbow Raceway into the Hot Wheels Mario Kart world. Now, unfortunately, the Mario Kart world hasn't entered the LEGO format yet. And we do say yet, because Mario is still doing fairly well within the LEGO universe. Mario Kart could just be its next step. Now, we don't know if LEGO's holding off on this due to the fact that Hot Wheels has the Mario Kart variations right now. Or if it's just because they want to take their time and kind of see how the market plays out. Back in 2016, if you've been on YouTube, you saw this company in Tokyo called Marikar. Formed in Japan as a real-world Mario Kart fun ride, you were literally able to drive around in these go-kart-inspired vehicles around the streets of Tokyo. They literally said on the website, don't be throwing bananas or shells at people, but... They came under fire from Nintendo due to the fact that, one, it sounds similar, Marikar, Marikar, Mario Kart and that they allowed you to dress up as your favorite Mario character and drive around in go-karts in the real-world environment. Nintendo eventually sued them to get them put a stop onto it. Now, Mario Kart is still around, but unfortunately, you're not allowed to dress up as Mario while driving through the streets anymore. With Mario Kart being as big as it is, having as many as wards as it has, as we said in the beginning, it is a part of automotive culture, and if you haven't watched a Formula E race, you wouldn't know it, but Mario Kart has actually entered into real-world racing. Now, in the Formula E, they have what they call the attack mode. There's a specific spot, usually on a hairpin corner at the far outside, you know, where most drivers won't go. The attack mode positions allow you to get extra boost out of your powertrain, basically giving yourself a shot of Red Bull in your battery source. This gives you a boost of power. Now, attack mode is essentially the same thing as the original boosters from the Super Mario game, as you drove over them and gained a boost of power. Now, who's to say the real-life Mario Kart doesn't exist? Because Formula E, with having their attack mode, all they got to start doing is adding in projectiles to be able to take out your teammates. And we do have a real-life Mario Kart circuit. Would be cool, but I really don't think they'll be getting into it. 
Now, with the opening of the Mario theme parks in both Japan and Florida, we will see the contents of Mario Kart rides, not just in the go-kart form, but we could see the possibility of Mario Kart roller coasters as well, along with merchandise, themes, hell, even parts of restaurants. Mario Kart is there, and it's going to become a big part of the Mario theme park. But is this the end for Mario Kart? We get it, there's tons of games out there in different variations. They've entered your home now, like literally entered your home with Mario Kart. So where can Mario Kart go in the future? Well, maybe, just maybe, like we said with the Formula E circuit, maybe Formula E will create a variation of it in NASCAR form, because it's a little bit safer, and create a real life variation of the Mario Kart racing circuit. Due to the fame and fortune surrounding Mario Kart, this could be a possibility in the future. But we wouldn't hold our breath on that. Mario Kart has become a part of the Nintendo franchise, sitting up there with games like Zelda, Metroid, and the original Mario Brothers games. Mario Kart is now part of main staple of all Nintendo Entertainment System. Without the release of a Link game, a Mario game, or a Mario Kart game, there is no Nintendo Entertainment Systems. So be it as it may, Mario Kart is here to stay. People may be into games like Forza and Gran Turismo, as we've talked about in previous podcasts, but Mario Kart will always be one of those games that even those people who play the sim racing games will go back to and play. And they will play it to have fun, not on their own, but also with friends. Because even today, nearly 30 years since I originally played played Mario Kart, I still get together with my friends, crack out my Nintendo 64, and pop in Mario Kart to play, because it is a main part of my video game world. So, if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment, or follow us on any of our major social feeds or streaming services. And if you haven't stopped by the website, stop by, check it out, and listen to some of our other podcasts as we've talked about. We did do one about Forza and Gran Turismo, and about other entertainment systems and video games, toys alike. Hell, there's even one about the diecast world if you want to hear about how Hot Wheels and its diecast partners came to be. So stop by autolux.net or any of the major streaming sites and follow us on all of our major social feeds and streaming sites from the Autolux podcast and autolux.net. So for myself, Everett J, and the whole Autolux team here, strap yourself in, put on your helmet, and enjoy this one wild ride from Mario Kart. Bye-bye!